This is a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW. It's Vancouver Consumer on the BC Day long weekend, Saturday afternoon. Sterling Fox in studio and a pleasure to introduce to you Mr. Chris Hobbs, co-founder of Vancouver's TTT Studios. Chris, welcome to Vancouver Consumer. Well, thank you so much. It's truly my pleasure to be on this. Well, it's good to have you with us and uh, you're part of a dynamic industry. Let me just mm-hmm. quote, this is from the Daily Hive a couple of days ago. If you're job hunting, there's never been a better time to find something amazing. The headline of this story, Chris, 29 Vancouver companies currently hiring for nearly 500 positions mm-hmm. in August. Mm-hmm. That's remarkable. Yep. That, those are jobs, literally, as we speak, sitting, waiting for an occupant. It's very exciting. The only thing I was disappointed by was the fact that our company wasn't named there. Usually we are, because we're trying to hire two. Oh, is that right now? Because I'm looking at some of the companies, and it's all over the map. Oh, yes. Cal Tire, Spud, Fresh Tracks, Bench, Lululemon, The Daily Hive itself, Major Tom. I know mm-hmm. you're doing something with Major Tom yep. right now. City of Vancouver, mm-hmm. and on and on it goes. But it's all about tech skills. I mentioned that in the intro. Chris. So mm-hmm. specifically, what kind of skills, what, what what do these 500 jobs represent? Oh, well, it, it represents a huge opportunity. And it's, it's um, Vancouver is becoming a large tech place. And it's becoming a large tech place for the world to come to. And I think that's where we're seeing these jobs is because in the States, it's uh, with the H-1B visa leaving or making it more hard to obtain. A lot of people are coming up here. I mean, I I actually had interviews two weeks ago with uh, two PhDs, one, one from um, MIT and one from Columbia, and they got their PhDs and then they got thrown out of the country. And you can thank Trump for that one. Mm. It really benefits Canada, though, because oh. they didn't want to go back to their native countries. They wanted to stay in North America. So they realized that Vancouver was was the opportunity city to go to. Well, and we, we are blessed for it. Since I've been in high school, we've always been whining and complaining about the brain drain. Mm. Give it a chance and we'll go make Yankee dollars every chance we get. And all of a sudden, maybe not. Maybe nope. the brain drain is not acting in reverse, but we have definitely reversed our position and become a much more attractive destination. I, I would argue very, very high that that is the truth, especially with those who are educated. So those who want to go to grad school, I mean, it's not not a joke to see when you go to UBC that it's a it's a very international. Um, you'll see every international face of the rainbow. True, um, but this is because the world wants to be educated here. And what we've done really is we've used the universities as a great jumping off space to be an international leader. And uh, when people aren't as excited, or maybe the the idea of going to the states is a little more tarnished, uh, Canada and uh, you know I'll dare me say because I'm not political in any way, but I'd say the the identity of of what Trudeau has done in terms of just the identity of of you know selling Canada has uh, really been a boon for us. It's interesting. You're actually stealing my thunder from next hour, Chris, Uh-oh. because I've got a story here. Where are the best cities in the world for studying abroad? <laughs> Three of the top twenty. There are 120 cities mm-hmm. around the world involved in this survey. Mm-hmm. Three of the top 20 are in Canada. I'm not surprised. And uh, Vancouver is not the top of those three, but we are in the top 20. And we'll, we'll get into those details. We're going to have to wait for a little longer, but it's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. We, we have become a much more attractive destination. Very so, much so let's talk about the sorts of jobs that these companies, whether it's Cal Tire mm-hmm. or TTT Studios, mm-hmm. who didn't uh, make the list, or Spud, or the city of Vancouver, for that matter, mm-hmm. what are they looking for? What types of workers? Well, they're just looking for talented people that are... 
you know, that have some background in software. But to be to be honest, these companies are growing from every every side. So maybe that's sales, maybe that's support. It could be a lot of different things. And because we, you know, the tech industry isn't just programming and design alone. There is a support network that needs to to uh, be hired to make sure that we can optimize all these other roles. Okay, tell us about your company. Give us a, a, a sense of, of where you're coming from in this conversation. What is TTT Studios? Well, How long have you been around? Mm-hmm. And what exactly do you do? Well, I'm just a cheerleader for the team, okay? I, I'm, I'm head cheerleader and president. Uh, but TTT Studios is a candy store. We, we have the luckiest and the greatest job in the world because people come to us with a dream or a vision and we get to be the genies in the bottle who get to make reality. And honestly, it's the coolest thing in the world to, 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 to be those people where people come to us and say, hey, I don't know how to do this, but I want to make this amazing, amazing product. And we get to be the ones who say this is this is the map to your success, and and we actually have a um, if you come if you come into our office you'll see on the wall we have a vision statement and it says that we want to make software that impacts a billion lives, and this is really something that that um, excites our staff and really aligns us with the success of our customers. Um, projects. Well, I'm looking at your website mm-hmm. now, which is TTT Studio, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm looking at some of the names. I'm assuming this is this is representation of some of your clients. Mm-hmm. Amazon, KPMG, mm-hmm. Microsoft, the Government of Canada, IBM, mm-hmm. Grouse Mountain, mm-hmm. uh, and on and on it and goes. And on and on. And, and do you do the same work for each of these clients, or does each client have a very specific file and represents work that you don't do for anybody else? Well, that would be so boring if we had to do the same thing every day, I'll tell you. This mm-hmm. is this is again why we get to be that fruit salad of tech. You know, they come to us with very specific business problems that uh, that need to be solved, and we get to leverage technology to 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 provide those solutions. Okay, now talk to us about some of the things. Now, I'm looking, for example, now at uh, the well-known Fortis BC. Yes. Just uh, waiting for my gas bill again. <laughs> uh, but now you've got a you've you've developed something for Fortis mm-hmm. where a person uh, such as myself can go now and check my Fortis account mm-hmm. on my phone. That's correct. And and so they commissioned you. They came to you and said, "Well, it's about time we got into the phone game here because <laughs> our clients uh, are massive phone users, so we need to have access." to their accounts mm-hmm. through their phones. Can you do something for us? Is that basically how the meeting went? It's, it's like you were sitting there with us. Oh boy! <laughs> no, it was you know they're they're a great group. They're they're a really really great group, and that that's exactly what it is. They had a problem in the sense that they had an online presence, but they didn't have a mobile presence. Ah, okay. And so what we really needed to do was um, not just convert it one for one because it's it's a different story on the, on the smaller interface, um, but just give people the ability to remotely be able to you know see their bills, see see anything about their account. But also, if the power goes out, you can actually send notifications about how long they think the power is going to go out, or it'll tell you so they can actually drive it down to the actual person ah. say there's a community of 10,000 and they can actually send notifications saying we know the power is out please be aware that you know it will be fixed an estimated time of this so there's a lot of a lot of you know not just you're sitting back and waiting for the information the information gets presented to you through this medium which is something we're really excited to have to have offered interesting stuff one of our uh, favorite guests here on Vancouver consumer is Vancouver mor- mortgage expert Angela Calla mm-hmm. and you've done uh, something called mortgage boss oh, yeah. A da- the complete dashboard for mortgage professionals. I'm sure Angela is keenly aware of what you've done. What exactly have you done for the mortgage people? Well, that that was actually what we call digital transformation. So that was quite a large project. They're, they're a very big group. Uh, that's the Mortgage Alliance of Canada. So I believe they do about $64 billion in transactions annually. So I this believe is, you. This is a, a relatively large one. And the challenge they had is that their system was really, really old. So what they brought us in to do is 
come up with a plan of how to optimize and modernize their system, but not let everything go down while we're doing it. So we actually had to come in and create a plan around around their current team. All right. And culturally understand their current team because you can't force something to change. You have to you have to bring that on with the change. And so we we put them in the right path and then we presented them with brand new software, which the problem was was you know, in Toronto they would the mortgage brokers would get in, they'd log in and it would go okay, but it would be pretty slow. But by the time it hit Vancouver, there was too many people and they couldn't handle the request. Ah, okay. And so it slowed down completely. So what we did was we optimized that. So now there is, you know, it went from being a 30 minute experience to, to apply for a mortgage for a mortgage lo- um, loan attendant. And now um, it's down to 10 minutes. Interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. City of Surrey is a client. You've done, uh, yeah. uh, you provided a, an online portal for the city of Surrey. Yeah. You know, they're a great client because um, they, I guess they, they don't want to feel like they're seconds to a Vancouver, but they're so ambitious. And I've been really impressed by by the direction they want to go. And they really leverage technologies to make their citizens feel like they have a world-class environment in which they live. Talk to us a little bit about the sort of qualifications that, uh, uh, for example, if your mm-hmm. company, mm-hmm. Uh, TTT Studios, had been included in, yes. this, in this article this time around, mm-hmm. you would be hiring what sort of uh, workers? Well, we're, we are a little unique. We, we call it the special forces effect, but the majority of our engineers have a master's or a PhD. So, which, which might sound like overkill um, for what we do, but what we like to do is actually say that we're solving your problems without technology and thought. It's actually, tell us what the problem is, and then we will use that technology to solve it. And I know this is a constant theme, but when you have someone who's got a mindset, not just of, you know, this is a framework I know, and I only know that framework, where it's a, I'm an expert in the whole domain, right. well, there's a lot of solutions we can offer that, that, are, that eclipse what other companies can offer. So this is why we aim for people with graduate degrees. Um, it's not necessary, but it's uh, it's something we do, and it also it allows us to uh, feel like we're we're that special team that's very well educated. I mean, our CEO he has an MBA and a law degree. Um, our project manager he has a master's as well as he's, he's ex uh, NASA PM, ex military PM. I mean, we have we have an amazing team, and our designers. Uh, we have Felix. I, I know he said he was going to try to stay awake for me today while I talked on here, so I think I have to throw his name on there. Oh, okay, but good, some good, of these, good. Some of our designers are, are world class. World class. Interesting stuff. So let's talk to some of our younger listeners mm-hmm. and their parents for a few moments okay. as we try to shape our careers uh, by mm. uh, early on in mm-hmm. our lives by making some decisions about what courses we're going to take. Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. clearly, whatever happens in grade 12 isn't going to change your life or, or, <laughs> or scar your life, no. hopefully. But, you know, if you, if you flunk this, so what? Mm-hmm. Uh, but in terms of the future, and and how a young person can best position him or herself mm-hmm. to be uh, the desirable employee of the future. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What sort of background are you recommending that academically they really focus on? Well, I, you know, I get this question a lot. And my first answer is just do what you love. Like, honestly, do what you love. I did my undergrad in Russian at UBC, Russian in history. Okay, that's kind of superfluous to what I do now. I think so, yeah. But it'll, it's right up there with philosophy it, now, it isn't it? <laughs> This is a fact. This is a fact. Um, but what I always say is do what you love and then try to learn programming, even if it's just something as simple as Python, uh-huh. because it's a one-two punch. You know, if you only know Python, well, you only know Python. Yeah, I can give you a job and tell you what to do. But if you did a degree in chemistry and then you learn Python, or if you did a degree in pharmacy or, or you know, even philosophy, I mean, that's math at the end of the day, too. Mm-hmm. Logic. Exactly. I mean, all the best philosophers, their first textbooks were all math textbooks. Um, But if you can do that one-two punch of something you love combined with computer science, 
I think that's an amazing path. So we talk a lot about little kids learning to code mm. in grade school now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's that about? Well, I have two children who are in school trying to learn to code. And I, I think it's really challenging, to be honest, because I think it's hard to hire good teachers for that, um, especially because it's a relatively new path. And, and just for the benefit of those who are still getting up to speed with all of this stuff, mm-hmm. what exactly is code? Well, what, to, what are you learning to do? Well, you know, that's just it. It's, 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 it. Code is much simpler than it sounds. And when you when the kids are doing it, they're actually doing visual representations of the code. So they're actually just doing kind of blocks. So it's a visual way of programming that then they can take a look at how the code accepted that block and then learn from it that way. So it's, it's a really interesting uh, way to learn, I got to say. And, you know, back in the day in the 80s when... Yeah, in the 80s when I started programming, you can't guess my age now, but um, when I started programming, it was really just my old VIC-20 with my brother, and it was just hacking at the basic, and you know, it was just exciting for us. Now there's so much more opportunity, and there's so many more modern languages that will help you learn this. Right. Of course, those were the DOS days, weren't oh, they? This were pre-DOS days, Oh, is that actually. right? Oh, my oh gosh. is that right? <laughs> oh, I, I only came on to it when, when DOS was... I could at least uh, get, uh, get a grip on the DOS thing. That was where I started then. So you're way ahead of me again. So the idea, though, that... If if our children, our little children, are learning coding mm-hmm. in elementary school, mm-hmm. clearly the system is in some way trying to uh, be representative of what they're going to have to know in the future. Well, very much, very much. I mean, it's a great direction. I hope that it's something that's going to be... Um actually provide a, a good base of knowledge. But I think so many, I mean, the, the, the digital is everything now. And I think that kids are interested to know what's under the hood. Mm-hmm. And they might not know it, but if you can start directing them towards what's under the hood, that spark will light. And, and this is why I love when I get to go visit high schools or UBC or talk to any of the students is because is, I love seeing that spark. It, it's amazing to witness. President and co-founder of Vancouver's TTT Studios, uh, defined by the people at Clutch as the top mobile app developer in Canada. That's pretty good, Chris. Yeah, it's, uh, we're honored to uh, receive that title. We now, work hard for it, though. We, 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 we talked about it at the beginning of the show. I alluded to the fact that some people seem to think that Vancouver is lagging behind Toronto, and we always do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in this case, it's kind of an apples and oranges thing because Toronto's got its own thing going on, and so do we. Mm-hmm. So what's the difference between the tech activity here on the coast versus at the center of the universe? Well, well Toronto's positioned themselves in a very, very, very good way. Um, I mean, they will be giving everyone a run for their money with, with the fact that they have Jeffrey Hinton and all of the, you know, the gods of AI, let's just say, based between Toronto and Montreal. Um, and you combine that with the Waterloo Corridor, you have some amazing technology, tech companies. Um, but, but the thing that we don't have AI in the same way that they do, and AI is such a horizontal technology, it works in every single industry. So if you have the leaders of the, you know, the thought leaders who it can help spread the, spread the word, well, you can hit every single industry pretty quickly. So there's a rush to get there. You put that on top of it, that the Canadian government, um, they, they have these uh, chairs at the universities. Um, and they, these are like the, the, I think they're all called the Canadian chairs for AI. Mm-hmm. And Toronto has a great one. McGill has a great one. Edmonton has a great one. Vancouver had a great one. But then the person they hired walked away. And he went, I believe, to Stanford or something. So we don't have a a current uh, AI chairperson in Vancouver. So, I mean, I've dealt a lot with the UBC program, and it is still in its juvenile years Mm. compared to where it could be. And, And I do believe that tech 
really, really gets pushed from the universities first. And I think that's a huge opportunity for Toronto. So I don't think we're going to be able to catch up to that. But where we have a serious advantage is in VR and AR. Um, VR and AR. Virtual reality. And? um, And and, uh, augmented reality. Thank you. And the reason why is because we have such a huge... We have such huge industry when it comes to film and entertainment and video games. And that translates directly into that industry. So I believe if you look at any of the rankings, we're number two in the world for those. We were talking with one of the Vancouver design studios, uh, uh, software studios. Mm -hmm. They were doing some of the scenes for Game of Thrones. Uh, Some of that work was done right here in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. again, this is global stuff. Everybody knows what what we say Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. People Mm -hmm. all over the world know exactly. And they, they can see the images in their eyes. Some of those images came from Vancouver. Amazing. That is really quite something, isn't mm. it? Uh, let's uh, take some calls. So we sure. do open the phone lines. If you'd like to jump in on the conversation, as Catherine is from Surrey, uh, you can do so at 604-280-9898. Catherine, thanks for waiting. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hey, thank you for taking my call. You're welcome. I, I've been had this thorn in my side since 2001, and I had a drive that was locked where my computer will not recognize the drive. Like, it'll say the drive, but it won't recognize there's anything on it. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was locked, viciously done um, in DOS. Okay. In DOS. Ooh, okay. Chris? Yeah, you know, way back then. I know. I, 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 I'm having, I I'm having interesting. I'm having serious flashbacks with this whole DOS <laughs> thing. So, Chris, any, any thoughts here for, for our, our caller, Catherine? Um, pray. Ah, it, it's it's because it's that old, right? Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's gonna be that's gonna be challenge even just to interface with that right. uh, that sort of uh, equipment. I would just got to let it go. Um, yeah, I mean there there will be companies that could help you. I I don't know them offhand, um, but you know there will be forensic companies that could help. Uh, it sounds like you know even just from posting, it doesn't know how to read the drive. So what you have to do is you you could hopefully you can use magnets to or, well they have these special devices that can basically clone the drive and then maybe that will be able to help. But you need to go talk to a company that can forensically get that information off. That's a, that's pretty specific. Okay. Well, there you go, Catherine. At least at least now you're steered in the right direction, and uh, we appreciate the call. Uh, back to some of these uh, jobs that are wanting right now. Mm-hmm. 500 of them, Chris. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just a remarkable number. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when you look around uh, at, at the economy mm-hmm. uh, in Canada's most expensive city, mm-hmm. and you realize that these jobs, I would think, are uh, a lot of them are entry level, or are, are they looking for a comp? people with long CVs? I think it's going to be both. I think they're always going to look for people that are just getting into the industry. Um, that's, that's, that's always something that we love uh, because we love to, uh, to, to prime them in our image, as, as uh, egotistical as that sounds. Um, but we do have, you know, for us, for example, we have a really good training system to bring people up. Um, but that, that'll be all over the place. They'll, they'll want senior people. I mean, you're looking at Amazon, for example, as hiring Gajillion people. Sure. I think they said ten thousand or some crazy number like that. I, I don't know how that's even possible, to be honest. Um, but that's going to be all over the place. Now I'm looking at Major Tom. You yes. can you can tell us what you're doing with Major Tom in a second. But yes. you were you're also saying these aren't all necessarily tech specific jobs. And in, in Major Tom's case, in the Vancouver office, they have currently have three openings in the marketing mm-hmm. department, looking for a digital campaign manager, a senior campaign manager, and performance marketing coordinator. These aren't necessarily programming jobs, are they? No, but Ma- Major Tom, that is, that's their bread and butter. They're really, really, really good at digital marketing and mm-hmm. uh, helping you with your SEO and all this. And they they're, say and they're, they're Vancouver's largest digital marketing and advertising agency. Oh, yeah. And they're a great group. They're a so what are you doing? 
with Major Tom. Well, we are having a an event called YVRcade. You know, YVRcade. You get mm-hmm. the joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the, what we're trying to do is we're going to have a Smash Brothers tournament at our office. We have two really large TVs, and Smash Brothers is a Nintendo video game. And we are going to have this with uh, between eight and sixteen other local uh, tech companies. And the the buy in is is it's relatively significant at five hundred dollars, which sounds like a lot, but all of the money is going to go to Canuck Place. Oh, so it's, it's a char- it's a charity drive within the community. Interesting stuff, and the tech community mm-hmm. uh, is growing oh, yes. exponentially in mm. Vancouver, but uh, it's still a pretty tight group. There's a lot of competition going on, but it's also you, you lean on each other. Yes, you're trying to bid outbid each other for certain jobs, but it's also a cooperative community as much as competitive, isn't it? We are the biggest frenemies. I mean, I had I had a friend in who has his company similar to ours yesterday, and we were talking about up and down time, how we can try to straighten, you know, flat that line so there's no, you know, there's no one paying for people that are on the bench. And this is a common conversation that we have. Uh, we, really, at the end of the day, we all want green money. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's <laughs> the American dollar is is a uh, is a treasured uh, commodity. Um, but I would say we are so supportive. In fact, I was um, honored to be invited to a meeting at uh, Microsoft's office a couple of days ago, and really, it was all about how do we push the community even that much better. And how can we improve? You know, there's the challenges. How can we get around the challenges? And I, I really respected that the group, these are some very senior business people in big companies. And it was how can we make Vancouver a more attractive place mm-hmm. um, for, for, for everyone? Well, tomorrow, about a half a million people are mm. going to show up uh, downtown for the big pride parade, yep. and the uh, the tech community is is involved not as individual companies, but again, Chris, as a group. Tech loves pride, and I'm, we're so honored. This is our first year we get to take part in it. Now, I'll be marching with my daughter, and I am so excited about this. Um, I'm really impressed. It was, uh, I believe, it was uh, Microsoft and Clio who are heading this uh, whole idea. But it's not. Hey, let's just be one company that represents, you know, and gets to walk through pride. Let's have a whole bunch of companies that are in the tech industry and do it as, a, as an industry so that we can showcase that we want to have an open environment and we want to make people feel safe at work. And, and this is something that we're all very much aligned with. And these are great companies we're working with from like, you know, quantum computer companies like One Qubit to um, you know, Bench as an accounting company. I mean, we're really excited just to even have our, have our, our toe in this water. You were talking about mm-hmm. uh, this, this uh, tournament you're putting together for mm-hmm. a $500 buy-in for yeah. Connect Place, which mm-hmm. is a really smart thing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the companies uh, currently, again, in this uh, article from our friends at the Daily Hive, 500 jobs uh, looking for, for occupants. Mm-hmm. One of them is Kabam. Kabam and, yeah. and they're a gaming creator. Yep. And so I want to talk a little bit about games with you because there's a whole other part. Do you at uh, TTT Studios do any work with gaming companies? You know, we actually, that is pretty much what we don't do. That would be one of the only technologies we don't, we don't do. And the reason why is because Vancouver's too good at it. Oh. There, there's no reason for us to compete with them. I'd rather just hand them off to one of our friends. Like Kabam? Um, like K- Kabam or Finger Foods or any of those groups that are really, really good at this and they've done it for a long time. Um, I mean, Kabam's a pretty big company. They used to be right next door to us, actually, at our last office in, Al- in Alberni. And uh, we used to be above them. And um, our, they both had, we both had barbecue spots. So we actually had those Nerf guns. And we shoot down at them all, all we could. And that's where we realized it's good to have a, a floor above instead of a floor below. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Now, they are looking at they have 37 job openings oh, at yes. Kabam in uh, software engineering, mm-hmm. marketing, People and talent acquisition. That sounds mm-hmm. like kind of an HR exactly. type thing, right? Mm-hmm. Studio operations, marketing, game production, and game design. 37 openings. It's, it's very impressive. 
And that's it is impressive. And uh, I, I'm, I'm su- I suppose I'm uh, kind of floored by the availability of jobs. Is it simply because these companies are expanding so rapidly, Chris, they just can't keep up with themselves? Um, that's correct, I would say. I'd also say a lot of companies are coming into town. Uh, we have, um, and this is another Toronto thing as well, is we have all these American um, large companies that are coming into town to try to try to leverage the expertise that we have here, as well as the visas. Again, it comes down to visas for a lot of these companies are coming into town. But I think there's just a lot of opportunity. So again, moms, dads, get those kids to do math, please, for us. Interesting stuff. When the American companies open the Canadian branch office, as Mm -hmm. Microsoft and Amazon and many others have, Mm -hmm. do they pay their employees in Canadian or American dollars? Well, I, I suppose it could be, you know, each contract is different. I suppose, but, yeah. But, but I, Depending I, on how, how much in demand you are. Exactly, exactly. You can always, you know, <laughs> twist some arms. Um, but, you know, the, these are great companies because yeah. we actually had Facebook come in here and their whole model, which failed, or at least in my feelings, it failed is because they were just trying to do it so they could hold people here as in just a holding pattern before they get their visas to go to the States. Uh. So really, they were just trying to vacuum our talent instead of the companies that are coming here and embracing our talent, which is so much more important. And I think they get so much more benefit. I mean, with the Canadian dollar being lower, exactly, yeah. the visas being easier, I think there's so much opportunity for them to come in here. And I think a lot of the good companies are recognizing that. As the president of a Vancouver tech company, mm-hmm. clearly also responsible for hiring staff from mm-hmm. time to time, uh, have you experienced people really anxious to come to work for you, Chris, but they can't afford to live in Vancouver? I haven't dealt with that personally, but I sympathize with that. Um, I think the majority of the people that we get are from, you know, from UBC or SFU already. And so they're kind of already kind of local. Well, they're feeling it. I wouldn't say they're local because we I think we speak 14 languages in our office. So it's, it's, you know, it's we're still we're still the world. But it's just I think they're already ready to absorb it. They've come here for the for the lifestyle. But I do understand when you start getting to the age of, say, you know, you're ready to have a family, I think it gets really challenging. And that's why I applaud. I, um, I was talking to a couple of companies, and they're opening up in, like, Nelson or Abbotsford yes. or, or Calgary, trying to, trying to decentralize it because they don't want to lose their as, – as people age in the company and they start wanting to have families and they recognize that maybe it's a challenge here – they don't want to lose them. So they're trying to figure out ways to, to keep them in the family, that'd be their tech, the tech companies, um, yet allow them to grow families and, and you know, be, be adults. How important is it in your business, because you have this remote capability, I mean, if you have access to the internet mm-hmm. and you're a brilliant person, you can park yourself pretty where anywhere you want, mm-hmm. and, and off you go. You can go to work in your pajamas if yeah. you need to. Uh, but how important is it for you to have the central physical location that people come to uh, every day. Sure. I, I mean, I, I sympathize. I used to work in my pajamas all the time. It drove me crazy, to be honest. It was nice to get out. But for us, it's, it's, it's not really an option. Um, we have an amazing office. We make it as fun to be there as possible. And the reason why is um, you can't control quality a hundred percent unless you're all in the same room. You, it's, it's, it, communication is so important. And I think if you don't have that eye-to-eye ability, it's hard to get that across. And, you know, I also say if you can't strangle someone, 
you know, you're not you're not working well together. Where's the so, fun? Where's the fun there? Just looking at some of these other companies with mm-hmm. job with positions available, Lululemon, yep. for example, just across the Burrard Street Bridge, mm-hmm. uh, they have uh, positions available. Uh, they call them guest education center educators. They're looking wow. for people who uh, their frontline connections to their guests. Basically, okay. it, it's a customer relations mm-hmm. thing, it's, and there's no computer programming involved in that one at all. No, it sounds very 1984 though in a way, doesn't it? Well, kind of does. <laughs> but again, it's all about the experience. Mm-hmm. Now, as you deal with companies like Fortis and all of these other mm-hmm. major players, all they're trying to do is get your team mm-hmm. and your expertise mm-hmm. applied to their uh, their technology. Their problems, yeah. They're right. Mm-hmm. And, and to make them even more accessible. Very much so. But, but I, you know, you, you touched on the word with Lululemon about experience. And mm-hmm. I think this is really important because, you know, you can have a commercial and no one remembers it. But if you give someone a really good experience... They'll want to keep up with that technology. They'll right. want to do something. So um, during Canada Day, we were really honored. We were one of 14 companies that got to um, got to showcase um, our technologies at the um, at the down at the port down at uh, Canada Place. Okay. And so we created a fake airline because we thought that would be really interesting. So we we are experts, and one of our biggest skills is in facial recognition. Oh. Okay. And um, I, I could tell you stories about why the twin brother, my my twin brother and co-founder, and I would be good at facial recognition. But let me tell you a little bit about about this experience. So what we created was a airline. So you'd walk in and you would register a nickname in your face and then you go through the queue and then there's a big TV and it reads on the computer. It, it recognizes your face and says, okay, you're going to Montreal or Toronto okay. or Halifax, gate A, B, or C. Right. And then you go to the gate and it, the, the iPad recognizes your face again and says, okay, your seat 6B. And then when you hit your, you know, your fake ticket to print out, at that point for us, it forgets you because we don't want to know who people are. This is just an experience. Sure. But we looked around and we had such a huge line and so many people engaged because we wanted to make it interesting. And then you looked around at the others and there were some great companies there, but they were just kind of showing ads, I felt, a little bit more. Right. And And you need to participate to to benefit the most, don't you? Exactly. And I think Lululemon understands that people don't want to just shop. They want an experience. Yeah. And I think this is is what the mindset should be for all businesses moving forward, that you have to have a good story to tell and something that really touches their heart. So if you're going to apply for that Lululemon job, you better have pretty strong people skills. Oh, definitely. Interesting stuff. Uh, website, sir, please. Your studios? Oh, t- uh, TTT, that's three T's, dot studio, S-T-U-D-I-O. There is no dot com. It is just dot studio. Triple T dot studio. Oh, the president so well. and co-founder, Chris Hobbs in studio. Thank you for taking some time out of your holiday weekend oh. to be with us. Fascinating conversation and uh, just a real buzz to know what's going on in our town and the fact that it's just getting stronger and healthier as time goes by. We- the proceeding was a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed therein are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of CKNW.